being a pitch-off, you've got to be pretty good at pitching. Uh, so I, I probably, you know, full disclosure, I probably had a little bit of an advantage because I had pitched this same film, Pineapple, um, in Sydney um, at the, um, the pitch-off uh, which is Sydney's version of Pitch Please. Yep. Um, so I had already sort of prepared for it um, and rehearsed it many, many times. Um, but that was actually online. Um, so it wasn't like in a room with a live audience. Um, but it's just uh, about how to pitching, you know, it's all about how do you how do you sell your, your story um, in five minutes um, to sound fun and engaging in something that um, – uh, is to, you know, has merit to be um, funded. If you were to do a brief pitch now, how would you, how would you pitch it to, to me? <laughs> Putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, Pineapple is actually a sequel to a previous short I made called Peach. Um, Pineapple is set five years on from the events of Peach where we revisit our um, protagonist, Sarah, who's slightly older, more confident and wiser, and she moves into an apartment block to find that um, this girl that got away, Peach, lives next door, lives in the apartment block. Um, And she sees this as her second chance to get this girl that got away. So she impulsively asks asks her over for dinner with with a few of her friends, a a housewarming dinner with a few of her friends who are just all of her exes. Mm. Um, And we see quickly that as the night unfolds, um, Sarah doesn't really know anything about this this, um, love interest of hers, Peach, and her Peach quickly clashes with all of her friends and the night sort of unravels. Um, into dismay. I, I did watch Peach a while ago, actually. I found it, and I did really, really enjoy it, so it's nice to find that a sequel is come on its way. What drew you to create a sequel for Peach, expanding that universe and those characters? Uh, I think there are a few reasons why we decided to make a sequel. Um, the first was, one, a lot of my friends just kept asking me to make <laughs> a sequel. <laughs> they wanted to know what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> because um, it's kind of left on a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of Peach. Um, and then uh, we took a lot of inspiration from films like the Before Trilogy. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a Dutch web series called Anne Plus. Um, so we wanted to actually film something, a sequel in real time, as in it's set five years on, um, which is and it's made five years on with all mm-hmm. the same characters. And we see how they've actually, all the actors obviously have grown up and aged um, in real time. Mm. So I really like that idea. And um, this is actually a sequel, but it's meant to be part of a bigger um, anthology, a a fruity anthology, as we call it. We plan to revisit these characters every five to ten years. Yep. um, And see how they've grown and changed. And there'll be, you know, an interesting event that happens every time. Right. Um, And eventually maybe these two Starcross lovers end up together. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but each the 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 premise of this um, of pineapple is based on an experience that happened to me, where I moved into an apartment block and my ex lived in the apartment block, and um, Peach was the same. It was a lived experience I had of um, uh, seeing this girl, but was never quite sure if I was on a date or just friends, and I was just always too young and naive to, to actually ask. Mm. And I think a lot of people find that very relatable. Yeah, the, the queer dilemma. <laughs> Absolutely. Peach is quite 
unique and distinct in in its like pacing and the dialogue and the cinematography as well. I think we always like we've uh, sort of worked with the same team since Peach. We've made a lot of things together, so we have a sort of really good working um, synergy. Uh, but if you see Peach, it's, it has a real look and style to it. Yep. Um, and I say it has a little bit of like a Wes Anderson style yeah. to it um, in terms of framing and the colours. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do take a bit of inspiration from that. And I think Pineapple will have something um, quite similar, yep. um, different sort of uh, colour palette this time because we kind of go along with the fruit colours. <laughs> but we're definitely, um, we're definitely aiming for something very stylized like that. Mm. Um, and there's also a fun element with Pineapple where there will be a musical number at the end because um, I'm that person that loves musicals and yep. I was like, let's Same. let's do a musical, <laughs> like extra challenge. Are there any uh, like queer films specifically that have inspired you throughout your creative career? I've seen a lot of sort of queer films in in my time. Um, I mean, the Anne Plus series I talked about was um, yep. a big inspiration. Um, and seeing seeing these like stories that um, don't end in tragedy. Not not no one has to die. No one has to end up with um, the opposite sex. <laughs> they can actually maybe like, be together. But um, I, I want to make stories that yeah don't sort of like end in that kind of tropey mm. tragedy or just kind of keep you guessing at the same time. Yeah. Um, but there was um, uh, that musical prom, which uh, was a yep. sort of it's like an entry level queer um, film. So a little bit of inspiration from that too. And coming back to the the pitch please contest, so there is a ten k prize that you uh, awarded from winning. Yeah, so we won ten k from pitch please, um, which will go towards honestly, <clears throat> it's gonna the money will go towards um, a bit of everything. Um, we also have um, some of our own funding and money we're putting into the film, but really the majority of it will be going to um, location. Yep. Um, and also the the musical element um, as well. So I'm, I'm working with the composer at the moment, and um, he's sort of helping me produce produce a film. Um, and this is a whole new element of filmmaking. We've never really um, We've never really dipped our toe in it, mm. but uh, learning this process and adding on this extra layer to the film um, is something that's exciting, but it also, you know, there's an extra cost element to it. Yeah. And there's a bit of a dancing sequence too. So um, that's another another area where the money will be um, going into for, for Pineapple. Um, but other than that, it's all the, all the main things that you need to shoot a film, which is paying, you know, um, cast and catering. Mm crew, um, camera, equipment, all, all of the above. You also have a production company co-founded in 2018, The Story Mill. Yeah, so <clears throat> um, The Story Mill, um, we're sort of a boutique film and video production company, um, started in 2018. Um, so we um, we sort of split the company into two where um, one half of it is um, our bread and butter projects, which mm. tends to be sort of corporate work. Um and then our other half is our creative projects, which will be short films, feature films, podcasts. Um, and we've made um, a range of yeah short films um, under Story Mill, a feature film called Evicted, um, and a podcast called Chance Encounters. Yep. Um, but that's sort of the two arms that we've got um, in the company, and we're we're based in Sydney. The creation of that company since working there in the past five years how have you found that's helped develop your skills as a creative and also your creative voice 
running a production company means that every day we're sort of on the tools, I guess. We're yeah. always producing, um, writing, directing, and then running the business itself. Mm. Um, and e- editing, we, we do our sort of things in-house when we do our corporate um, corporate work. And then we sort of scale up and down when we're doing our creative projects, be it short film or feature film, um, TV commercials, things like that. Um, but it's yeah, it's really good to always be um, using those skills every day um, and, a, and a range of them. So it always keeps you um, on your toes, but definitely helps being a better producer, being a better director yeah. and writer when you're doing it day to day. Coming back to making a short film in and of itself, what do you find to be the most challenging aspect of, of developing a short film from its inception all the way to the end of actually having it on the screens? Great question. So the Story Mill um, was co-founded. So myself and um, the co-founder, Rowan Devereaux, we work um, very closely together, but he's more of um, a writer um, and I'm more uh, director um, for this. So uh, we kind of come up with an idea together where um, we brainstorm the story and the premise um, and he'll sort of go away and write it and then we kind of go back and forth on on edits on the script um, and then together we sort of produce and then um, d- uh, direct and yeah. that's kind of how we work it's maybe not the most it's not maybe the most conventional way <laughs> but that's the way we've we've made it work for us and our skill sets um, really complement each other as well so that's kind of been our working relationship have you found that it's taken time to figure out to figure out that workflow or did that come naturally from the start? It came quite quite naturally. Um, we yeah we, we made a few sort of short films together um, when we were much younger and naive but that's always I guess been our working relationship. Um, initially I was producing and Ron would be writing directing. Um, but then as we've evolved and grown, um, Rowan's got more into the producing side. I've got more into the directing side. Um, and it's just, yeah, grown and evolved like that. And it just mm. means we can each try um, different different skill sets um, and also be there to support each other in those other roles. Yeah. Um, but we're very lucky that it's just sort of – we never planned it to be this way, but we've just sort of fallen into it. And um, like I said, our skill sets just um, really complement each other. So it means we've got strengths in all areas. How do you find that you decide on a story to explore? Obviously, there are probably a lot of ideas that you have for films that could be made. It's definitely um, a collaborative approach, but um, to tell, to, to, to be completely honest, um, I think Rowan just finds my love life very amusing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would tell him these stories of these things that would happen to me. And he was just like, we've got to make a film of this. Yeah. Um, and he's just got a, a great way of writing. Um, that he, yeah, he's just very funny with his timing mm. and um, having a voice for each of the characters. Uh, so yes, yeah, why I said the initial stages is you know us telling a story and he's like, um, let's write something, and then he'll sort of present the script with um, script to me, and then we like, go back and forth and yep. tweak things. But that's kind of how how we sort of worked. Do you feel? Um, but, oh no, no, go for it. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just most of the things that we make are um, events that have happened to us. You know, it's always lived yeah. experience kind of things. Yeah, expressing and representing queer stories and these queer stories on film, do they come with responsibility for you to 
either express them correctly or, or true to you? It always comes with some responsibility to be authentic, um, mm. but I think coming from, you know, if it's if it feels true to you, then that's all that really matters. Yep. If it feels authentic to you as a queer person, then that's an authentic story. And I don't think you're always going to please everybody either, mm. and that's not the that's not never the aim. Um, the aim is to tell your story um, in the most authentic way um, you can. Uh, I think sometimes when we do get maybe too wrapped up in trying to be, um, you know, politically correct or um, these days I think the world is moving so fast as well that it's hard to keep up with what's the right or wrong thing to do or say. Um, but just to do the best you can with the information you have and, and be authentic about your story because, yeah. um, you know, that it'll connect and resonate with somebody out there. And I guess to wrap it up and, and finish up, what would what is your relationship to the queer community? I feel I'm quite um, connected with the queer community um, within Sydney. Um, even with our day-to-day um, sort of corporate side of Story Mail, we work with the Purple and uh, Akon. Yep. Um, creating a lot of uh, social media videos for them. Um, and then I also do a little bit of um, uh, DJing on the side, a lot of queer um, community events in Sydney, um, like Heaps Gay and Girl Thing. Um, so I've always been, I think, in in the world, and I love mm. it, and I'm always there to support other um, queer filmmakers mm. um, and emerging artists, which, which is you know, what I wish I had when I was younger too. Um, and on Pineapple, we are um, trying to prioritise bringing a queer um, queer crew to yeah. on set um, and giving those emerging filmmakers a chance. Um, so that's definitely always forefront in my mind. Yeah, that's um, fantastic. Um, yeah. I think we add anything else there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's, I was trying to, I've been trying to make it a priority to have, um, uh, a largely all female identifying crew mm-hmm. and then a quick crew as well, yep. um, on, on pineapple. And I think that's very important. Um, especially when the film community is such a male dominated, um, mm-hmm. industry still. Yeah, definitely. But it's changing. It is changing, but it's, yeah, I'm trying to yeah. be part of that change. Exactly. And it's films like these, it's short films like these that will instigate the change. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're seeing more and more of it, which is great. And I just think back to 10 years when I was at uni, didn't see any of these these stories being mm. told, and it's great to see the progress at um, even the past five years, how much um, we've, how far we've come and, and how many more queer stories are being told on screens. It's really important. 